In a city of anthropomorphic animals, a rookie bunny cop and a con artist fox must work together to uncover a conspiracy. Hi, my name is Andre. I'm Michelle. I'm Emily. And I'm Luis. And we're the Walt Vault Podcast, our podcast about Disney movies. Welcome to the Walt Vault, episode nine. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. You know, a lot of podcasts, they decide to take the week of Christmas off. Not us. Here at the Walt Vault, we're giving you episodes every week, no matter what holidays or events or birthdays or anything. You're going to okay. get two holidays in a row. You get your Christmas, then you get your New Year's. That's and right. you get an episode on both. Feel free to not listen on Christmas, though. Pay attention to your family. You can watch it the day after. Hey, play this podcast for your family. Ooh, make sure that this one is the non... Um, I don't know. We don't have crazy episodes. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> We're fine. We're not that crazy. Play all of the episodes for your family. The best gift to give on Christmas. <laughs> give the gift is of the Walt Vault. <laughs> Every gift begins with Walt Vault. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, today we're here to talk about uh, the movie Zootopia. Zootopia, the 2016 uh, 3D animated Disney film. I thought it was 2015. It was only 2016. Wrong. 2016, yep. That wasn't that long ago. It was not. It was almost two years ago. Oh, true. Almost. It's almost two years ago now. Yeah. Came out March uh, 2016. March Early 2016. March. Yeah. Yeah, so almost two years ago. Yeah. Nice. What was your first impressions on Zootopia, Andre? I love this movie. This movie is fantastic. I think I've only, before this viewing, I'd only seen it once in theaters, and I loved it in theaters. Yeah, we saw it in the theaters together. Yes. But uh, I didn't remember, like, I, I, I loved it when I saw it, but I guess I just never went back to it. And going back to it this time, I mad at myself for not going back to it more after my first watching. I saw it once in the theaters with you, and then I saw it a couple of times on Netflix. I feel like it's been on Netflix almost since it got released on DVD. Probably. So I do frequently watch it on Netflix. It's probably like the fifth time I've seen this movie. Oh, okay. There you go. Possibly. What did you think about your first impressions of Zootopia, Luis? Um, it was very good. Me and Ems, um, we watched that movie like about four or five times pretty in rapid succession mm-hmm. as soon as it came out. So I was kind of like over it at that time. Yeah. So in between the last time we watched it and this um, time we watched it, it was a good length of time that it made me... Um, relive pretty much the reasons why I like this movie in the first place. So that was that was a pretty good thing watching it this time. Um it is definitely one of my favorites, not my top five though. <laughs> not top five. Not his top five. Not top five. Not top five. But high up there. Mm, yeah. Top ten? Mm. We're not counting that far. No. Okay. That's fine. Um I think it might be top five for me. It might be. Ooh. I'm not sure. I'm not going to get into my Ooh. top five because I don't. Yeah, I'm not going like, to make myself have to pick a top five because that's like impossible. Yeah. Because I 
literally like almost every single Disney movie. There's so a lot. A lot of I'm gonna have like a favorite princess movie and like a favorite Pixar movie, and like that's it because <laughs> it's way too hard to choose. Yeah, I feel like you're gonna have a a favorite for each one of the movies and you're going to create your own category just so that one could be your favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is movies. my favorite movie with animals. This is my favorite movie with fairies. Like this is <laughs> with fairies. With a mythical being. Mm. Yeah, I'm just going to make my own categories. This okay. is my favorite movie with the actor who plays Don Draper. I mean, even if you <laughs> go like, this is Don my favorite Draper. movie with Johnny Depp in it, there's still like six movies. Quite a few Disney <laughs> movies that yeah. they're all pirates and uh, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. It's two of those. Anyways, we're talking about Zootopia. <laughs> That's right. We always get so off topic, guys. Ali. Uh, I'm always on topic. I don't know what you're talking about. So this movie. Me too. I'm always on topic. <laughs> this <laughs> movie. I'm very upset because Nick Wilde and Judy Hopps are super, super cute. Uh-huh. And every time I go to Disneyland, they're never there. Like, I always see people taking pictures of them. Louise and Emily have met them in Disneyland multiple times. And whenever I go, I never see them. Mm. So where are they hiding? I don't. I need to see them. I don't know. I need a picture with Judy Hopps. We've only met them once, and oh, only once. Only where once. were they? They were <laughs> in that back. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Where's the yogurt? Oh my goodness! But they're so cute. So, sorry about that, but um, <laughs> no, they really are pretty cool. We saw them in the north. Eastern corner of California Adventure. Northeastern North corner, corner, everyone. Seen Disneyland, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, but like, what? What was over there? What was around it? What was nearby? Uh, I don't know what it the, was. Pretty much the where the Manhattan Tea Party was. Okay, or something like there we that. go. Yeah, up in that corner where they had the Muppets Theater. It used to be there, and now right. like the new theater where they show the previews. That's where it's at. Oh, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Will, I'm going to have to hit them up one time because they're super straight cute. Straight to the northeast corner. Like, my first impression of Judy Hopps is when she's a kid and she's doing that very eccentric play about how Zootopia came to be. And she's like, blood, guts, blood, and guts. <laughs> bleh. And I was like, oh, you get it, girl. Yeah. She's quite funny. You know what? I wonder if that's where they always go in Disneyland, that northeastern corner, <laughs> because right before we saw them. Hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to help you out here. OK. Kay. Right before we saw them, we we were actually. Excuse me. Right before we met them, we saw them and they were leaving. But then I, I believe we asked one of the cast members like, hey, you know, why are they, why are they leaving? Blah, blah, blah. And they sh- they're like, well, you know what? Come back in a. X amount of time, they should be coming back out here to the same spot. Mm, okay. So who knows? I mean, uh, I'm told uh, from several sources that certain characters have certain spots in the park where they go and just see pretty typical. You'll find them out. There. Yeah. If that any of sense. our listeners know where to find Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde in the parks, hit me up one time. If any of our listeners are Judy Hopps or Nick Wilde from the parks, hey, hit what? us up. Michelle. Oh, that'd be crazy. I'd love to Michelle. talk to one of the characters. Okay, I just kind of told you where you could find them. I know, but I never see them there. Well, Maybe they don't come in the parks anymore. Maybe they only did it like when the movie first came out. That's possible, but I uh, this this movie um, did very well at the at the box office. So, cause I, so I'm kind of surprised that they aren't more I- available in the parks and stuff like it that. It has a 98 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 98 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but not only that, it is only the second. Disney movie to cross a billion dollars uh, in its box what? office totals. Yes, so Total? 
Yeah. Right. So total, that's domestic and foreign. It made most of its movie, uh, most of its money in foreign uh, markets. I mean, like six hundred million dollars foreign and like three hundred forty-two million. That's a lot. Domestic, but it crossed a billion dollars. The only other Disney animated movie to do that is uh, Frozen. Really? Not well, even more. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's funny. Um, we we were trying to talk about this, but we were trying to not talk about it before the podcast started, but. I think that part of the reason that people, a lot of people haven't seen this movie, which I feel like I can't say that if it made so much money in the box office, but a lot of like adult friends of mine who might go see Disney movies have not seen this one. And I think it's because of the way they marketed the movie originally. We were talking about how the only thing we remember seeing was like a commercial with the sloths of the DMV. Yeah. But that's the only thing I remember. And that's not really a good representation of this movie at all because that's one very small piece and they're not even a main character in the movie. Right. You know? That's just yeah. that one scene. Like one basically. scene. And I read it to us. One of the sources I read said that originally when this movie was written, it didn't. Um, excuse me. Nick was supposed to be the main character, not yes. Judy. I read that. And what? it was more focused elsewhere about his relationships and so when they were marketing like when they do pre-marketing you know like Mm -hmm. a year in advance or whatever that was their um that was their skew and then because it was probably like well we got to use this yeah and then they did a total like overhaul on the movie Ah. so really when you feel like the marketing wasn't towards the movie it really wasn't towards the movie that we saw like the end interesting the representation really isn't for that movie which i'm kind of glad because i love it the way it is i honestly wasn't even going to go see this movie in theaters like just from the preview with the scene with the very slow sloth at the dmv okay we get it and that scene had got overplayed so many times that i remember when that scene came on when i was in the movie theater watching it that's when i went to the bathroom i'm looking on youtube right now and the (laughs) just saying the zootopia sloth trailer has 20 million views well, there you go. Yeah. Well, Marvel Infinity War broke that in less than 24 hours. <laughs> flash, Flash, honey, odd dash. Flash is a funny character, though. Let's be real. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny scene. It's just that we all saw it before the movie came out. Nick. That, yes, yes. <laughs> Luis is now an old man and sloth. Get it. Who's your? Who do you like better, Judy Hopps or Nick Wilde? I was, like, having a hard time with that. Oh, with the... Which character you like more? Huh. Because they're both main characters. If you think about it, yes, they're both they're both definitely main characters. They're on the they're both on the poster. Um, (laughs) I feel like um, Nick Wilde's hair, like the animation, his hair looks like so lifelike and so vibrant that the whole time we were watching the movie, I was like, I really want to pet him. I want to. She's saying that about a lot of characters. Oh oh my god, they look so soft. I want to pet them. I'll be honest. I think I like Judy better because, number one, Judy's hecka cute. She is. And I think, okay, I love Nick. I I love his sassiness, but I like her because she's way nicer than he is. Right. But she's able to dish it back at him. Yes. One of my favorite scenes in the entire thing is where she she puts a boot on the stroller. On a stroller. (laughs) On a stroller. And she does the multiplication in her head of what of his felony tax evasion. And it's 
the look on his face is like, oh my god, yeah. she just got me, and he thought that she was just gonna be like, you hurt my feelings, but right. she really was like a really good. She pop. held her own in and the face the, of the a little fox. thing, whatever the heck was in the stroller. It's was a like, fennec. Fo- it's a fennec fox. It's a fox. Okay, yeah. I, I thought it was a rat. I did not know what, what it was. What? A rat? I didn't know what it That's was. That's a big rat. Anyways, she was like, she hustled you. <laughs> she hustled you. Working with the police. The fuzz. That dude was the fuzz butt. The fuzz. That well, speaking of fuzz, hustle, I wrote down hustle. all of the different names that I heard people call her because she got so many little, like, crappy names yeah. called uh-huh. to her. Carrots. Um, carrots. We got Rabbit, Fluff, Fuzz, Bunny Bumpkin, Carrot Face, Farm Girl, <laughs> Fluff Butt, Dumb Bunny, Fuzzy Bunny, Carrots, Cottontail, and Flatfoot. Oh, my goodness. I think I like Carrot Face the best <laughs> one. <laughs> I like I like Fluff Butt and Bunny Bumpkin. <laughs> Bunny Bumpkin is funny. Because that really does, like... she's from a farm. That's what they yeah, thought she she's was. Yeah, country bumpkin. Yeah, I mean, like, when she first, like, gets into the academy and she gets instated and you see her, like, walking up with all the rhinos and the elephants, I'm like, oh, my God, she's, like, not even the size of their foot. Right. Like, it's she's really tiny. sad. She's so tiny. Oh, Judy Hops. Oh, I thought Luis was going to say something because he looked real inquisitive, but nothing came out of his mouth. So. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> in terms of Judy versus Nick, I think I also like Judy uh, more than Nick. Nick is once again great. I I love his scams. Like yeah, the the whole the, the whole popsicle? popsicle scam is fantastic. It's brilliant because not only is it it's not even hurting that much. You know, it's not hurting people that much. Those those uh those little hamsters or whatever getting their popsicles. No, no, no. But uh, but also he recycles. He's <laughs> he's he's using all of his resources that are humanly possible. He melts all the popsicles by just holding the the stick up in the sun. It's great. Um, but I think I think I like Judy a little bit more, just because of like her get up and get them attitude like she's a she's a go-getter she's a very yeah, she's she a is. very hard worker and uh she's a bunny tiana and it and it and it pays off like she she gets the job done no matter what the job is i'm not 100 tickets i'm gonna write 200 tickets before noon, before noon. she's great she is a ba for sure um a bb a bad however bunny. Yeah, a BB. bad bunny Bad bunny. She's a bad bunny. Um, I really like Nick because he's a fox, <laughs> and I know that's kind of silly, but I mean, we have this like ongoing uh, uh, inside joke with our daughter Adeline that her spirit animal is a fox. Mm. So every single time I look at or I see Zootopia and I see Nick, I'm like, that's Addie's spirit animal. <laughs> I like it best. <laughs> Little sly fox. I like Nick Wild the best. Because I feel like he's misunderstood. Like, um, Judy is like, you you spent your whole life just being a con artist and you're amounting to nothing and you have a million dollars and where did this million dollars go? I don't know. But I feel for him, like when he's telling his story to her about how he was bullied when he was a kid and they said that nobody could ever trust a fox and they put a muzzle on him and then it just broke my heart when he's a little fox and he's crying. Yeah, he just wanted to be a little cub scout. He didn't want to be a cub scout. They didn't want to hang out with him because he's a fox. Yeah. That's wrong. They were stereotyping him. Mm. So I feel like I really connect with him and then 
really all he needed was somebody to be like, get it together, Nick. And Judy definitely did that for him. Right. And by the end of the movie, I mean, like, his character development was... They both had character they development. They both had character but development. But I like his better for, for some sure. reason. Yes. Um, while I was watching the movie, I, I Hogwarts sorted the two of them. Of course you did, Mr. <laughs> on a Harry Potter and street. I, as soon as I saw... As soon as I saw Nick's uh, popsicle scam, I categorized him as a Slytherin because because they're scammy apparently. Because they're they're very cunning, and they do what they have to do to get what they want, and they're very smart, and uh, you know, snake like rules are like whatever you know. Rules are like and Judy, I I had to think about her for a little bit longer, but she's definitely a Gryffindor. She. Gryffindor. I, I think she's a Gryffindor because she's she's very tiny yet extremely brave. Uh, she uh, she gets up and gets what she wants. She's very demanding about what she wants as well. Not like like a Hufflepuff who's pretty you know nice about it or a Ravenclaw who's just smart about it. She's she's a a, a, a go getter with the heart of a lion. I think that's a really good segue into something we were also talking about before the podcast started, which is kind of like the the archetypal characters and how um, a lot of themes were brought up in this movie. Either like like Andre just said, uh, Judy's probably the smallest, one of the smallest characters in the movie, besides the lemmings and the and the mice and stuff. But she's and Mister Big and, and oh, listen, well, Mister Big, my favorite. <laughs> but like, she's the smallest main character, but she has the biggest personality and almost the biggest cur- like amount of courage. Right. But so like archetypally, that shows a lot. Um, for like story development, but also it also shows a lot about like prejudice and how the different characters viewed each other because they're predators or prey or because of their size or because of where they come from. Right. And I think that's a really um, interesting thing that takes this movie to a whole new level besides just being cute or being really well animated. It takes it to a whole nother level socially, I think. Yeah, this, this movie, it, it's kind of crazy because it hits on a bunch of different levels. It hits on those social levels. It's also like a crime drama it's a hila- oh, yeah. it's a hilarious comedy, and it's like a super fun movie about all these anthropomorphic animals, it, and and it puts all those very different things together like really well. It's a, it's very smartly written. I was I was thinking that throughout the whole very movie. smartly written. Very smartly yes. written. I love the twists that happen. I love all of the characters. Like there's there's nobody in this movie that I was like hating on or anything like that i think i think this that that is why this is one of my favorite disney movies is because it just hits on all those levels yeah very hard all of them you didn't dislike any of the like the little side characters Mm. i disliked one and i'm gonna get hate about it go for it who do you hate the shakira giraffe (laughs) (laughs) it was so she is a a gazelle. gazelle First her of all, is gazelle. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't care about her that much because I thought she was a giraffe. giraffe. Okay, well, There's she's like a gazelle. Eight feet of distance of neck between right. a gazelle and a giraffe. You so. know, I didn't like her that much because I don't know, and I didn't like that song she sings at first either. Although it just did grow on me, and I like it now. <laughs> yeah, that. But my favorite part. <laughs> okay, so I have two favorite side characters. Number one, they don't even have any names, but they're awesome. The four tiger backup dancers that dance with the <laughs> gazelle at the end. And they're super sparkly and sassy, and they got the hip rolls. They're like, ooh, ooh, I'm a tiger. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. They're great. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. That was I loved them. And then my other one, which I think Emily's going to agree with me because I heard her say she liked it, was Mr. Big. 
Mr. Big. His eyebrows are so bushy that you can't even see his eyeballs. And he's like, so I was thinking, I was thinking about this, but like, it's so interesting that they put a Godfather reference in these tiny baby kids movies well here's my question michelle have you ever seen the godfather no but it's hilarious i still like it no i appreciate the fact that you like it even though you haven't seen the godfather if you you need to go watch the movie now just because it's literally the same scene like oh it's like you come here on the day of my my daughter's to be wed like (laughs) it's the same thing so funny i So it, it's so true to that reference. Mm-hmm. And very similarly, it's so true to the Breaking Bad reference that it does later yes. on in the movie. Um, there is a Breaking Bad There is a Breaking Bad reference. I've oh, never girl. seen Breaking Bad. Sorry. When they're making the Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> when they're oh. making the Nightcrawler balls, it is straight up inside of a the Night lab. Howler. Night Howlers. What did I say? Nightcrawlers? Yeah. <laughs> is it like you. a Nightcrawler, a superhero? Nightcrawler <laughs> is an X-Men. He oh teleports. He's purple. He's but super cool. Actually, like use their names and everything. Like they use Walter and Jesse, and those are yes. the names of the oh. characters. I think his name is Walter. It's he's, Walter. Yes, W O O L T E. Walter. Oh, that's hilarious. And they they use the names. They're in the lab. They look like they're wearing the same outfits: mm-hmm. the yellow jumpsuit, the the mask. It's they do. Oh, that's funny. And those are both very adult references. Very adult. Godfather be killing people. The other one be. They be killing Kill people, people too. too. And yeah. I mean, there's lots of like technology references in this movie too. Like they have iPhones that have carrots on them. Right. It's a, and it's there a was a, a Zuber. <laughs> That's right. A Zuber. It said Zuber. Um, well, what was the tagline? It said like migration is just a paw print away or something like that. And my favorite thing was the, at the scene at the end too, where Shakira Gazelle is singing with a backup tigers. There's like everyone's dancing in the audience, but you can see some of the really tall ones in the back, like have their phones and they're recording it. <laughs> so funny. There's oh. also like the um, iPod. The i oh the iPod. The iPod. Yeah, it's an iPod because it's P A W. That's hilarious. And then what are those movies? They're like buying movies off the black market or something. Oh yeah, they have Meowana. All those references. And um, what was another one? Dindin. Din din. Again, <laughs> he's bringing up the din din reference. Nobody asked okay, about it, so we're not. So they have about wrangled, it. which was supposed to be tangled, <laughs> but it has Max as uh, yeah. Max was the name of the horse. Uh, Meowana. Meowana, which it's funny because Moana hadn't come out yet. Right, and he yeah. even says that I even have stuff that hasn't come out yet. They had a Frozen reference. They had um, Wreck It Rhino. Wreck It Rhino um, with the rhino from the police force. On the front, which oh, is absolutely oh, hilarious. Um, I actually read somewhere that they had a writer come in, and his whole job was to make all of these references ah, for the movie. So, cool. like, no when you're in Little Rodentia, it's not Macy's; it's Mousy's. That's right. And like, <laughs> you know, the big donut is the big apple. So, all of those things. Mm. His job was to come up with all those absolutely hilarious oh things. My God, I want One that of my job favorite. So <laughs> I know. Like, how do you? How do I get that job? One of my favorite things of the whole movie is when, you know, uh, Judy, she comes home from her really crappy day and her parents are FaceTiming her, right? That's right. But it's it's muzzle, it's muzzle, time. muzzle timing instead yes. of FaceTiming. Not FaceTime. And <laughs> it's just like these little tiny references. Also, her, so funny. Her, on her cell phone, so there's a carrot on the back, right? 
But then instead of AT&T, she has PB&J. That's her, that's her cell PB network. PB&J? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? Carrots don't eat peanut butter and jelly. I mean, it's just, it's just a cute little snack, I this guess. One. I don't know. And then also, <laughs> too, the, um, the, the, the references that this writer was brought in to, um, for, to rewrite mm-hmm. on her iPod. It says uh, the artists that are listed there is like Destiny's Cub. Oh, that's right. Oh, Destiny's Cub. Instead of Destiny's Child. Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) And then there's U2. I'm not sure what kind of animal that is. A U? It's like a... And then there's uh, Fleetwood Yak, the Beagles, Caddy Perry, (laughs) and Fur Fighters. (laughs) That's hilarious. Fur Fighters is great. Well, and it's extra funny, too, because when she goes into Gazelle, um, when she goes like she goes into Gazelle's playlist, mm-hmm. she ha- the songs that are on there are Try Everything, which is the one she she sings. She sings. Um, but she also has on there Let It Goat, <laughs> Part of Your Wool, Can You Feel the Fluff Tonight, and Ara Bunny Nights instead of Arabian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Why did one? I never you notice that? Oh, it's like, it goes by oh, so fast. It goes by fast. so fast. Yeah, that's um, hilarious, though. But she also has Mick Jaguar on there <laughs> and Canine West. So, you know, you never know who you're going to get. <laughs> so, and, in other words, that guy had the most fun job right. making all those references. So much fun. Oh, my I gosh. I like the scene, too, where um, Judy Hopps is talking to the chief, um, Bogo, and he's like, you can't waltz in here, sing song, and everything's going to come up happy, so just let it go. That's right. So that's why I like Zootopia, because they diss on Frozen. <laughs> Not that I dislike Frozen. I did sit through the 20-minute Olaf's Frozen Adventure short before we saw Coco. That's right. But We'll know, talk about that another let time. It go. <laughs> let, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Ba-ba, ba-ba, ba-ba. <laughs> That's what goats say, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what were we about? Oh, oh, I also read a fun fact that there's 64 different species of animals in this movie. Only 64? Well, that's a lot. Mm. Did Seems you, like co- did you travel to Africa now. like how they did to like research animals and what they're supposed to look like? They could have thrown some more in there. So I did. I did say at one point, "Where's the dog?" Like, there's no dogs besides like wolves. But I think it's because they're basically all exotic animals, except a bunny's not that exotic to me. And then, so I get this is the part I was confused about. So they live in peace now, predator and prey, which means I'm assuming they don't eat each other. The reason there's no chickens in this movie is because they're probably still eating all the chickens. <laughs> Are they all vegetarians? <laughs> You know, or are they eating the chickens? That's why you never saw chicken. I didn't see any chickens. I also, I feel like I didn't see any like lizards or no turkeys, n- or non, no birds. Mammals. There was no birds. No, so they're eating no birds. birds. No lizards or um, what are lizards called? Snakes or anything like that? Uh, reptiles. So that's gracious. what they eat. No amphibians and no, <laughs> no dogs and cats. No domesticated animals. Yeah, because they don't keep pets when they are animals. I get that. I, but I, I'm just saying, okay. what do they eat? Are they all vegetarians because now they live in peace? Well, Judy eats a carrot for one. Yeah, because she's a bunny. Carrot for one. It was so sad. It was this but you know what? You can't say that carrot. because animals do have pets. Mickey Mouse has a pet, and that's just that's kind of problematic. Very true. So I don't know why they don't have dogs and cats. I think it is because it's more of an exotic thing. Yeah. Because yeah, because it's like the tundra and the yeah. Sahara and the... Rainforest? That's yeah. tundra. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Tundra's chilly. Chilly. 
I tried to trick Andre. I was like, you wouldn't want to move to the tundra, right? And he was like, yeah, no, that's cold. Nah. I wouldn't mind the rainforest. The rainforest looks too cool. wet. Too wet. You can't see the sun. I'm trying to hang out. You know what's brutal though? Okay, and I was ta- I was thinking this when they go through the police force academy and the lady that's trained them's like, you have to be all terrain something. If you think about it, they said there's like nine different terrains. Right. I can barely survive in California. <laughs> How am I? I would I would die. I would die for if sure. If you were an animal cop. Oh uh, yes, I would. If I was a human cop Zootopia. too. Oh well, yeah. No, if you were a human cop, you would die. But if you're an animal <laughs> cop, you wouldn't because you'd adapt. You'd adapt. I wouldn't. I'd be too cold. Ooh, here's no a question: What kind of animal would you be if you lived in Zootopia? I would be the the hippie camel thingy that ran the, naked the one? naturalist club. <laughs> 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 because I bet you he goes to Coachella. He goes to raves. He was no. Uh, he does not go to raves. I'd be the yoga instructor elephant. She'd be Nangi. <laughs> she would definitely Nangi. be Nangi. Nangi. But no, you cannot be the wildebeest. That thing was disgusting. I'll be it Nangi like then. Shook its head, the yeah. yaki thing, and then all the flies came out. That's what you want to be? Oh, I was just saying it because it was That's funny. I was that being dude sarcastic. Is, he's <laughs> naked all the time, but he hasn't showered in like a year. It's funny to me that Four the years. little otterton. <laughs> Thing went to the naturalist club because I, I didn't know. picture right? that at all. Because <laughs> he wore glasses. <laughs> 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 he wore glasses. You think he takes the glasses off when he goes to the naturalist club? Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Go you got to be able to club. see all the glory. <laughs> no, he wears a cable knit sweater. But it would it would be fun to be like a mouse too because they have their like own little tiny town. Yeah, the L- little rodentia was like cute. Little rodentia was cool, and it makes me wonder if there were like, do you think they're like big? parts of the city for like the elephants and stuff like that oh for sure about like think about the the jumbo the jumbo pops the jumbo oh right yeah the elephants ice cream parlor was huge yeah and when all the other animals went in there they looked like literally miniature and there was like the acai smoothie bar where it shot the smoothies up all the way to the giraffe (laughs) and like the giraffe's car was like it fit his neck right his neck didn't have to go out the sunroof like i was didn't have to be all crooked in there I was telling Andre I wouldn't mind living in the bunny town, but he's like, no, we got to live in Zootopia, city center. There's a bunny town? Yeah. Oh, like where she's from Bunny Judy's Town. Family is, from. is that what the name of the bunny borough? Bunny okay, borough. Okay, bunny, bunny borough. Like, where in Zootopia is there a bunny town? Gideon. <laughs> There's no bunny town there. Gideon Gray. None. All the bunny towns are non-existent. Did you hate Gideon Gray in this movie? No, I didn't. He was... Uh, it was actually kind of funny. At the it, end, with his pie. Yeah, he was great because he was a, a little bully, well, crappy bully kid when he was a kid. And then no, no, like, no, 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 no. This is it. This is the, the 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 line of the entire movie. You even said so. It's in our dinner. <laughs> it's in our dinner. I'm pretty sure it is DNA. Don't correct me. <laughs> Don't tell me what I know, Travis. See, I think it's funny when at the end he's like. I'm sorry for the things I did, but I was young. I just had a lot of anger in me that I was taken out on, and then it was like something super psychological. <laughs> yeah, like, his, okay, someone went to counseling. His little apology was great. That dude has definitely been to therapy. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Dunna. <laughs> okay, I have another question. So the night howlers is a poisonous plant. Then why were they selling it at the store? No, no, no. It was not a poisonous plant being sold at the, at the store. It was used... The onions were a part of it, right? No, right. those weren't onions. It was so like there's the there's the onion. So the bulbs aren't poisonous. They were just gonna eat the bulbs. Well, okay. So there's the, an onion, right? And the, there's the bulb is like the onion part, and then the the top of it 
is what the night howler is, right? No, it's not an onion. It doesn't grow out of an onion. You know what? I think it's a flower. No, you may be onto something. If it, if those two plants are identical, then the crook should have gone crazy because he touched them. And the whole. But thing I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's just touching them. I think it's ingesting them. Although no, because they're just getting the children, shot with them. The no, it just has to hit them. The children were impeded to run through those night howlers. By and then the that dad happened, yeah. Because right. they would go crazy. So I don't know what happened there. Mm. All I'm saying is, how could they sell these crazy poisonous plants that nobody knew was poisonous? See, I, no, I think they. Thinking back on mm. it, I mean, plot hole. I don't yeah, think they knew. That's the only thing that confused there. me. It was the flower part. Not but the it's bulb. not an onion. It's not an onion. No. Yeah, but so do they just eat the bulb, and that's why they were selling just the bulb? Yeah. Yeah, that's what an onion no, the is. Bul- the bulb part was is separate. It's food. It, yeah. Right. But they didn't know that if you actually let it grow into a flower, that is poisonous. Apparently not. But you can eat the bulb. Well, Probably. it's like like it's like a banana peel, right? You don't eat the banana peel. I have no that's idea poisonous. if a banana yeah, peel is poisonous. Kill you. It is? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be, right? Because we don't eat it. We don't know. But I will tell you that the name of the shop that they bought those moldy grade A botanicals, whatever she said. The bulbs. Bulbs. <laughs> was called Flora and Faunas. I saw that. Did That's you see right. that? And those are the name of, t- uh, is the name of two of the three. Meriwether. Sisters, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> in Sleeping Beauty. Which I thought was really cool. You know how I know that? We just talked about this yesterday because I was telling Andre I want to adopt another dog. And he said, no, no, no. But at the adoption shop right now, there's three little girls and they're half dash hound, half chihuahua. And their names are Flora Fauna and Meriwether. And I want Meriwether. And I, oh, I told her we can't get Meriwether because we can't break up the, the three dogs. Nope. Sucks to suck. You don't need four dogs. You just went from one to four. God almighty. Douglas is a good dog. Okay. So I'm just going to throw out there some of the other things that um, I saw and I found on the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you were really paying attention to like what Judy wore when she left um, Bunny Burrow the first time. This isn't really um, like a, what do you call it? It's not really an Easter egg, but it is attention to detail. She was wearing yoga pants, like okay. legitimate yoga pants, <laughs> a slouchy shirt off the she shoulder. She had like a Fitbit on. She had a Fitbit on. Right. Um, her earbuds, literally, this is so beautiful. Her earbuds went all the way up into the top of her little tiny ears, right? Oh. They did? Because a lot of times, like, have you, did you guys ever see the meme with Arthur, like from our childhood? Oh, right. And he's wearing the headphones. Oh, and his yeah. ears are on his the top of his head. So here. he's and not even listening. the on the side of his head. Like <laughs> Hilarious. Near his ears. Like, just the attention to detail on this thing is fantastic. We talked about yes. the iPhone carrot, the yes. carrot phone. Um, you said the PB&J instead of AT&T. I thought that was hilarious. That was so good. Um, that there's is funny. a hidden Mickey, like a very specific okay. hidden Mickey head on Clawhauser, the, Clawhauser, um, the, the cat the, 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 chubby, um, the chubby, the chubby, oh my donut loving, he's so funny, cheetah cat thing. Do you, Luis, do you like Clawhauser? No. <laughs> I figured his voice sounds like Olaf. Yeah, if, so. if, if it's a fun character, Luis doesn't like it. Oh, <laughs> um, but he, there's a hidden Mickey on the when you're looking at him, it's on the left side of his face, so it's really the right side of his face. It's like on his um, cheek. Yes. So there's a hidden Mickey on there. Also, um, when you see Nick rolling down the street with uh, Fennec Fox yeah. in the in the stroller, stroller, he actually has a plush Mickey Mouse in the oh, stroller really? with him. Oh. Um, and it's actually Mickey Mouse. It's not just like a, a head. So that's right. really cool, too, um, to see the different little things that they throw into this movie on top of all of the more, you know, really obvious ones. Right. Mm. 
That's amazing. Ah. Oh, I have a fun fact. Okay, so, so, uh, this is funny. You know the the gazelle <laughs> thing, and then Clawhauser like puts himself on the app, and she's like, "You're doing great," and it's like him, da- and he's one of the tigers, and he's like dancing with her, and then Chief Bogo does it too. That's like a real thing you can do on your phone, and like you can put your own face on top of the tiger and like be dancing. Like with you can it. like download the gazelle app. I don't think it's an app. I'm not sure, but I I looked it up and like you can actually do that. See, look, people put their faces on it. I'm on I'm on the internet and I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) So we need to we need to put Luis's face on a tiger and he can dance with gazelle. No, I don't think you should do that. It's not in my dunna to be able to do that. Mm, We definitely gotta do it now. He just said dunna. Okay, well, since Luis is, like, being so (laughs) let's move on to the part of the show. Just kidding. It's everyone's favorite part of the show. His versus battle. Luis's battle. All right, ladies and gents. Y'all. I was saying dunna. Please. This is all. The baby didn't like it. Okay, what's your battle, Luis? This is our battle for this week. Who is a better weasel? Wesselton, the con artist in Zootopia? Or the Duke from Frozen. So that's a, a fun little fact Wait. that we haven't mentioned yet. Wait, they're both the, named Duke Weaselton? The Duke of Weselton from Frozen is voiced by the same actor as And they're both Duke named Weaselton. Duke Weaselton and yes. Duke Weselton? They're both uh, voiced by Alan... And they make a joke about that in Frozen? By Alan Tudyk, yes. So one is the Duke of Weselton and one is his first name is Duke Weaselton. So it's a little bit different, but legitimately voiced by the same person, and yep. they totally yes. make fun of that in the it, movie. It's very cool. It's voiced by the guy from. Why uh, didn't I know this? Um, Night's Tale, who's like, it's called Alance. Oh, yeah, that's right. So what's the question? He's again? also in Rogue One. He's K two yeah. SO. Who is more of a weasel? Oh, Duke. who's more weaselly? Weaselton or the Duke of, of Weaselton? Weaselton. I gotta think. Hmm. Because, I mean, if you think about it, they both kind of, uh, besides one physically being a weasel, right? the other one is shows a lot of weasel s <laughs> Weasel tendencies. When tendencies. I think of a weasel, like, I think a weasel's kind of creepy. It's like, ugh, a weasel. And it's like a trickster, mm-hmm. like, a, like a weasel trickster. Right. And in Zootopia, the weasel did seal stuff, and he didn't want to get iced, and he was wearing a wife beater, which is pretty <laughs> weaselly. But... Already, I think my vote is going to go for the Duke of Whistleton. Wesselton. Because Whistleton. 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 The one from Frozen. <laughs> because he was real weaseling. Whistleton. And then when he does his dance <laughs> and his wig falls off. And, uh, oh, my God. And he was trying to kill people. That's a lot more weaselly than if some weasel stealing some flowers. Hmm. I'm going with the Frozen Whistleton. Mm. Whistleton, that's interesting. You know what? It's funny because like I'm remembering the character more from the uh, the Frozen show at Disneyland because they have they have a guy. It's like a like a young black guy who like 
he has like a really big poof of hair that like flips and flops all around and he's extremely charismatic in the show so much so that i can barely even remember the duke of wesselton from the frozen movie so i think really we only saw that once i know but he left such an impact on me i agree i like the the um, the version of Wesselton in the show, in the show. much better than his the one characterization in the movie. is is, he's is funny. different and he's very funny and likable. Yes, like it, like he's a bad guy for sure, but he's funny, likable yeah. bad guy versus like in the movie where you're just like, oh my god, I just right. want to punch this guy like through the screen. Yeah, it's very interesting. So, my choice is Duke of Wesselton from <laughs> from the Frozen show at Disneyland. That that's that's the more Weasley guy. But if you haven't seen that, I guess I'll choose. Duke Weaselton, because he is an actual weasel. I think that makes him all weaselly. Kind of a trifecta vote from just because he's me. a weasel doesn't mean he's a weasel. Oh, he was pretty Whoa. weaselly trying to sell you bootleg movies that weren't even out of and out of. That's figures. more. Like, that's what I'm saying. He, I'm gonna go with Duke we- Weaselton because he got his hands on stuff that Disney hasn't even like let out yet which i think is absolutely hilarious because i i've had cast member friends before who have straight up told me like if if you have insider knowledge about something that's coming to the park and you blab you can get like fired because disney's so serious about keeping their stuff under wraps right they like the surprise they like the magic same thing with the movies so i think it's hilarious that they poked fun at the fact that there was like almost like a spoiler coming out about Moana and it hadn't even come out yet. Like that is absolutely fabulous. That's right. I, I completely agree. There was one movie that uh, uh, Duke was selling that completely I've, I, I've never heard of. What? That's what why was I said, it? Do you uh, that's why I said Din Din because I was trying to um, say uh, like the movie Tintin. Right. There was some but kind Tintin of isn't scene. Disney, no, right? no, I know, I know, okay. I know that. But there was some kind of scene where it was like a boy or something like on a mast. It wasn't Moana. It wasn't or yeah, it wasn't Muana, but it was something else. So that's why I was like, what is going on? Interesting. I, I, I might need to take a look at a picture or something like that. Try to find it. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later, I suppose. Okay, um, so we have uh, one vote for the um, Frozen, the Duke. Yeah. And we have three votes for Duke Weaselton. Yeah, I'll pick I'll pick Duke Weaselton. So it looks like Duke Weaselton is the one that has won this week's battle. Dun 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 battle over. So that was battle for this week. I think this is a pretty good segue into um, one of the most interesting dynamic relationships I think in the movie, which is between Mayor Lionheart and assistant mayor Bell bellwether smell weather smell weather lionheart is a lion jerk. oh he's, <laughs> also, <laughs> he's also a jerk <laughs> smell weather bellwether is a sheep she's a sheep yes. lamb sheep baba baba Baba, black sheep, have you any wool? She's a white sheep. (laughs) 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 But but the reason I bring them up is because I find it so funny that the mayor is literally the largest, like he's larger than life on screen, right? Like he's super big, just like Chief Bogo, these high power predator positions. And then their assistant 
is little, you know, Assistant Mayor Bellwether, who's literally the smallest little sheep, <laughs> and everything in comparison to her is so big, like the files, right. and her office is ridiculous. Well, it's really like, it's a but her closet. hair is banging. <laughs> like <laughs> even even Nick Wilde was like, oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> She's super cute. But I think it's really interesting that they had those two. I think it was a great juxtaposition because they're so on opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah, Mayor Mayor Bellwether was animated after the Disney something, Make Mine Music. Make Mine Music. And then um, Lionheart was after Mufasa. Oh, well, that's why his hair is so voluptuous. Well, yes. I also read this isn't about the mayor, the system mayor, but Nick Wilde is uh, animated after Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, that actually really makes sense. Because he's a, a fox. So I think it's funny when, <laughs> so all of these predators are going primal. What do they call it? Savage. Savage. They're going sa- savages. Savages. Stop. I like that song. No, you said how much you hated that song on the Pocahontas episode. Well, I like it now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so probably heard it on since they're going like, savage, yeah. he just kidnaps them and locks them away in an abandoned hospital. Which okay. I'm pretty sure was a psych hospital. Was yeah, that a creepy or something like that. I don't. I don't know what what it was. But and when he gets uh, arrested, he's like, "You don't understand. I'm savage." Well, yeah, I think the mayor Lionheart. He is a jerk, but I think his intentions were somewhat good. In he that. said they? he, but he did say he's like, "This is a classic case of doing the wrong thing for the right reason." Right. He which l- kind of, I mean, he was trying to keep them separate from everyone. Yes, else. Yes, he locked them up to to keep them out of harm's way. Honestly, to to keep the to keep really? the is people that why we lock people to up? keep the people of Zootopia from from getting hurt, and also. But was it self serving? Yes, it was to keep it on the hush hush, so he didn't. He didn't even tell Chief Bogo. Go out as a. He said he didn't tell no Bogo. Was <laughs> the bear? Stop. No Bogo. No Bogo. Boko. Uh, I won't get one mayor. It's kind of uh, crazy to me that, okay, when I first saw this movie in theater, I didn't know Bellwether was, like, going to be the villain. I figured oh Lionheart would be, but, I mean, that's what they want you to think. So when she did, like, go crazy, I was like, girl, you crazy. It's so, it's, it was so cool. So very interesting. Very because, yeah, so this movie starts out where it's just like, oh, I'm going to be a cop. Uh, maybe th- this guy will help me solve this case or whatever. And then it gets to the point where they're in that psych hospital uh, with all the, the wolves howling outside, which is <laughs> so funny. Oh, start a howl. We're going to start a howl. And you oh. discover that the mayor is behind it all. And it's like, whoa, twist. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And then it goes on to find out that the mayor didn't have that much to do with it and it's actually smart enough to do that the meek little assistant mayor who is behind everything and she literally tries to kill judy and nick with uh the night heller shot uh, which is crazy because like yes judy hops says some bad things about like the only reason they're going savage is because they're predators and then like she loses nick wilde's friendship but that's exactly what bellwether wanted her to say oh yeah. yeah she and she she did a she did some really good subliminal messages, you know, always just looking out for those little for this little guy. Mm-hmm. You know, she she definitely was the driving force between everything and behind everything. Right. Um, and it was kind of beautiful because when you watch the movie for a second time and you go back and you really watch her um, like her mannerisms, what she does, how mm-hmm. she does it, how fast she gets things done to make sure that like Judy doesn't get kicked off the police force. Right. right. She she helps her. um 
immensely with the traffic cams and everything. Yeah. You're really like, ooh. She's like well, she was probably behind the weather. She was probably <laughs> behind that, like, small people initiative. What was that initiative called? Primal? No. Mm. It was about making prey in people of power. Prey inclusion initiative? I don't Something know. Something like, like that. Mammal inclusion. Mammal inclusion. Yeah, but her, her, whole, her whole deal is to just change the power structure oh, in okay. Zootopia, well, which is really cool. Well, because it's 90% prey, which makes yes, sense. Yes, it's 90% prey, but yet the predators are in positions of power. And when Judy comes out and says that, hey, predators are dangerous, <laughs> it, it really sets the whole city on like this whole tear where um, she, uh, the, the 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 predators become persecuted just because of of who they are. Whereas before, that was kind of what was happening to the prey. You know, they were just like, "Well, you're small and little, and you can't do anything." I just think it's a predators really are the minority. I yes. just think it's a really good representation of kind of what happens in our own world. And you know, I think we look at this movie and we're like, "Oh, it's Disney. It's so cute. Oh my gosh, look, prey predators, blah blah." But if you think about it. People in power say things all the time, and just because they have that acclaim, you know, we tend to listen to them. But that doesn't always mean, you know, that they have the best intentions or that they're steering you in the right way. And I think that that's really interesting that they threw that into a Disney movie so blatantly. Yeah. It's not like it was just an underlying theme. It was was the theme. The theme of the movie. And it's so cool because, like, they throw in all all of just, like, these these little things that uh, help you see that more like they have like little jokes where like oh little bunny trying to be a, a cop and then judy's like wow mr demeaning much and stuff like that you know they just they just call attention to the um microaggressions that uh people who face racism and sexism and all kinds of uh, homophobia and stuff like that face all the time in real all life. the isms all the isms which only disney can like do that subtly and it still be like a kid's movie <laughs> Yeah, that that's another part of the reason why this movie is feels so smartly written. To like me. when I saw Anastasia, I was like, "Oh no!" But when I saw this one, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Anastasia. It's not Disney. Oh wait, what? actually, Disney bought Fox, so Disney it now? is Disney now. Plot twist. What's that? What's that song? Once upon a December. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm going to stop everyone right there. I walk away for two seconds, and we're on a song that's not even classic. <laughs> oh, fine, fine, I'll, fine, I'll sing. I won't give up. No, I won't give up. I, I can't Why sing. Why are you turning it into an R&B version of this song? No, the that was song? my Shakira voice. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay. so this is way, 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 way. No, it's still kind of on, it's still kind of on topic. So the other day, <laughs> other day, Andre and I were watching something. And I don't know. were lying. <laughs> no, my hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. Okay, so oh anyways, God. I don't know Where what we were talking voice, about, no. but I said, <laughs> I said that <laughs> I can't stop laughing before I, I have can't no say idea what it. you're about to Shakira say. Shakira reminds me of Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh my God, she what? said we 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 must have been listening to a Shakira song, what and she was heck? like, you know who Shakira sounds like? Yeah, it was on the drive to Disneyland. Owen Wilson. I was like, what, what? are you? And then Andre about? did this impression. He I was proceeded like, to go like, oh yeah, it's me, Shakira. Oh, my <laughs> hips, they don't lie at all. Wow, 
Wow, look at my hips go. That is not I any- sound just like Shakira, the pop singer. Michelle, what? What? Your hips are lying right now. Stop. <laughs> she has that for her life. Your hips oh, and your lips, they be lying. And that does not sound like Owen Wilson. They both talk very throaty, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, please write in and let us know if you, you just think Owen Wilson on the podcast. I'm done. Sounds uh, like Shakira. This is what happens when Andre and I listen to oldies on the car rides. I say Shakira. Shakira is oldies. Oldies. <laughs> <laughs> Remember well, way back we in were, the day, like we 2007. Lis- okay, what happened is we were listening to songs that like we listened to in middle school, and then we got way off topic. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was fun. Owen Wilson. I've always thought that Shakira and Owen Wilson sound similar. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in this house is laughing. <laughs> Andre had to take himself off the mic because he's laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I've always thought that Owen Wilson and Shakira sound similar. You know what? You could be quiet. What's your rating? <laughs> okay. You Let's know what? It must be in their dunna that makes them sound alike. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Luis! <laughs> Luis is trying to do a callback. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Ratings. Let's do some ratings. I'm gonna give my, I'm gonna give my rating first. If you say "dunna" one more time, <laughs> you're gonna be kicked. Don't kicked don't worry. Out. I'm not gonna say it again. You guys, <laughs> you're lucky. There's a table between us right now, and I'm holding a baby. And a baby. That's looking at you. Anywho. Don't kill daddy. um, (laughs) Don't kill daddy. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) Um, My rating is nine. Solid nine. I want to give it a ten. But you know how I feel about not giving tens. Right. No tens. I'm giving it a nine. What about a a 9.5? I will not give it a 9.5 because I would have liked better music. Ah. Because I agree with you. Yeah. Owen Wilson didn't make the cut. (laughs) Because Owen Wilson didn't sing in this no, movie. No. no. Um, they didn't make it. The Zootopia song, it's like... That's what it sounds like. It sounds like The Incredibles. Well, uh, well, we'll listen to it after this, and maybe we can put a link to it or something. But the song, to me, sounds like the movie Rio, and oh. I can't make a distinction. And so when I hear it, I don't think Zootopia. And that's a problem for me because Disney movies, when you hear their music, you know literally downbeat, it is Aladdin. Downbeat, it is The Little Mermaid or whatever. Um, and for me, the music in this movie didn't do that. But everything else was fabulous. Like there was no plot holes for me. Right. Um, there was no slow moments. Mr. Big literally makes my life. <laughs> if I could have him as a little rodent pet, I would. Um, he would I, never allow that to happen. Yes, I would. Ha- I would ice him. Um, <laughs> I just, I just love him. And actually, Addie's hair kind of looks like his eyebrows. So maybe that was like uh, a oh blessing God, in disguise. Addie. So anywho, I will give it a nine. There you go. Solid nine. So I wanna give it a nine. Mm. But it's not top five. No, not, not top, top five. five. Uh, with me, I mean that. Con- going back to that conversation with the night howlers and everything, and and right, the rodent stealing. We found the that onion, little plot hole. Yeah, sure. Like, I don't know if like the rodent stealing the onion really had anything to do with the night howler blueberry sh- bullet thing, but it just kind of left a plot hole for me. Well, I think he was like working with Bellwether and her uh, Breaking Bad associates to like get the. The materials for the Night Howler uh, bullets or whatever, 
But uh, yeah, it it still isn't completely clear, and I, I might he have to hustling. go back and and rewatch it to it's called the hustle, sweetheart, to figure that out. Or maybe it wasn't affecting them because you know his dunna gave him some immunity. Oh, you better be oh, Emily walked a away. In the other room. <laughs> she heard you too. She said, "What?" <laughs> dun dun dun. But yeah, I'll stick with a nine point zero. Nine point zero. Very good. Michelle? I am also going to give this movie a 9.0. This is a solid A movie. Amazing. Mm. I'm almost not giving it a 9.5 for the same reason as Emily because, like, there wasn't any super, super good music in it. Mm -hmm. But the storyline is great. The characters are great. It's a very unexpected movie than what you thought it was going to be. I'm giving it a 9. I agree with all that. Um... Although, the music I, I, I didn't find as, um, you know, as bad or as not great as, as you guys did. So I'm going to give this movie a 9.5. It is... Darn it, we almost had a sweep. Yeah, we almost had a sweep. I had to go in there and shake it up. Uh, shake it up. I feel, I feel good about uh, 9.5. This, this movie really spoke to me because of its crime plot and its hilarious characters and its theme of like you know quash your prejudices and, and yeah. stuff like that all that all that really spoke to me and it it worked out really well as a complete package uh in this movie i think uh, the only reason that i haven't watched this like a million times is just because i kind of forgot about it when it came out on dvd or whatever and i'm probably gonna dare you. spend the next couple of years watching it a bunch of times because it's fantastic super good a plus Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and Happy Holidays. Can I get a drum roll for the very first movie of 2018 is The Lion King. Pink pajamas, penguins on the bottom. All right. Um, <laughs> so, yes, we'll be doing The Lion King for our very first movie of 2018, uh, January 1st. Uh, so check that out, uh, you guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Yes, have a very Merry Christmas. And don't forget to share our podcast with your family. Uh, that would be very appreciated by by us. Um, follow us on Instagram and all other social media. We are at the Walt Vault Pod. Uh, check us out on YouTube and Stitcher and Google Play and all the places that I post this podcast. Uh, we are on iTunes. If you could leave us a review there, in addition to telling your family about us, that would be fantastic. Give us a rating. Tell us you love us. We love you. Um, that is it for this week on the Walt Vault. The Walt is the